Hello, 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 life chasers. How's everybody doing? I hope you are great. We are great. And you already know what it is. We're on the mic. We are back with another episode. Yes, welcome back if you have been here before. And welcome if you are a new listener. This mm-hmm. is Life Goes On, your go-to young professional survival guide. Yep. It's your girl, Brandy, y'all. And it's your girl, Jatine Judy Jude. Hey, <laughs> so what are we talking about today? So Jude. we're going to talk about something that from the first season we wanted to talk about, but we ran out of time. <laughs> Um, and we're trying to jam pack a bunch of season, a bunch of episodes into one season. Mm-hmm. Once we realize, all right, we're gonna have to leave this juicy one for another season, another and time. so we're bringing it back. Um, we're gonna talk about what it's like and what it is our experience while dating while we are Caribbean. Yep, um, and for those of you who don't know, we are Haitian American. Mm-hmm. Both of our parents were born in Haiti, mm-hmm. um, and we were born here in the United States. So, for those of you who know, you know that dynamic, right. you know what it's like. And for those of you who don't, <laughs> let's just get right into it. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So, just to start off, um, if your experience is similar to ours, where you're, as Brandy said, your parents are not from this country, um dating is not a thing <laughs> let's just start there um i think the first thing that i realized was different was i think when i was younger i would always hear my friends always talk about like their little boyfriends and everything and i was like uh, oh oh we don't <laughs> y- do that y'all do here. that oh we don't not 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 in my house in my house we serve the lord and you <laughs> in the lord so that, that i think that was like the first my first experience or understanding of like what it meant to be dating while I was Haitian American. And it was tough because growing up I would always have crushes, but I knew in my heart Bad that it would never it. lead anywhere. Bad. Like I'd be like, nah, we can't even <laughs> I can't even even if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Like don't don't couldn't. even look my way. My Literally. Guy. Don't <laughs> And it's so weird because when you're younger, like when I was younger, my mom was like you can't date until you're 16. And then when I was 16, I was oh, like, oh, yeah. maybe. And she's like, no, you cannot date until you are 18. And then I turned 18 mm-hmm. and I was like, so. And then she was like, you cannot date. Well, maybe you can date now just a little bit. But like, it's like if you told her about people you were dating, she'd be like, what are you talking yep. about? And then now <laughs> I'm 23 and my mom comes up to me and she's like, so Brandy, I'm, I'm ready for you to, you know, expand my family. So I'm like, I'm trying to do the math and I'm just trying to do the math and understand (laughs) where the logic is coming from and how she expects me to produce children without, I don't know. Like where in this time, mom, was I supposed to understand that I was supposed to be dating? Nothing was clear. I'd really be sitting with myself trying to do the math. I'm like, like, it's um, one uh, plus three years equals (laughs) 16. Okay. But I think that's a... I think that's an accuracy of, you know, our our experiences, our lives. I think earlier on we're kind of, we're kind of, I feel like our parents kind of, they do talk about dating, but not really. And it's only serious dating. It's not in the sense of, you know, dating to get to know someone and then see what happens. It's more so you're dating to get married. So that's mm-hmm. it. Like we're not, we're not talking about anything else. So you're not ready there. You're not ready for that at 16, 17, 18, 21. 
but by 23, 24, you need to be married. Right. <laughs> it's like, where? So in hindsight, now that you're past your teenage years, do you think that there was some understanding and like truth hmm. to them wanting you to wait until you started dating? Um, so specifically my parents, I understood, I, I think early on, um, I understood why they wanted me to quote unquote wait to date because mm-hmm. now I understand like why I'm dating. I'm not dating just because, you know, for me, I think that's another thing where, where I had to define what dating meant for me mm. and like what I was looking for if I'm dating and stuff. So, but I do think, although some, some tactics or messages were a little extreme, like you can't date basically, I understand the intention behind it now. Definitely now. At 18, 17, don't, I did not. But Made I no think, sense. yeah, <laughs> I think I understand it now because I think now I have an appreciation, more of an appreciation of intentional dating than I would have when I was younger. And if I didn't go through that. Oh my gosh, you're always reading my mind. (laughs) (laughs) No, same here. Like, I completely am an intentional dater now. Um, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say that I've always been. um, That's okay, that's okay. But I am am definitely now. Like, I know my purpose in wanting to date someone. And I think, again, that's why I'm so picky when it comes to dating just in general. Um, Mm -hmm. And... And I think in our culture, women are kind of expected to be really submissive and mm-hmm. conservative when it comes to dating mm-hmm. and relationships um, and all of that. So that can be a little bit tricky, too. Yeah, for sure. I think now I understand. Um, I don't want to say understand, but like now I see since I was heavily raised in the church and like both of us, like I were... I think the way our parents view dating also comes from the church. And so now I realize that the way my church kind of described how they would want us to date, although they never plain out told us this is what it looks like or Mm -hmm. this is what it might look like. Mm -hmm. I realize now it's they were trying to convey that we should look into courting instead of dating. And like, can you explain what courting is to the people who might not know? Yeah. So courting is when. Courting is like a step above dating. And I say that because courting is when you enter something with someone where your your ultimate intention is to get married. And I mean, like, you are talking, you are dating. Some some people who do, who engage in courting, um, when they do date the person or get to know the person, they have um, chaperones with them, so they're not, you know tempted physically um and all that stuff but it's mainly because you know I looked at so and so and I feel like he'd be a great husband and I wanted to see I want to spend the next three months working towards him potentially being my husband right Mm. and so I don't necessarily know how long usually it is but I think it varies from yeah but it's in the sense of you know we are both in agreement that we're working towards getting married, you know, and but while dating is you're literally just you're just getting to know the person, mm. you know, whether it, it is marriage or not is the end goal. But that's what it is like dating necessarily. I think you don't always have to have an end goal or purpose. Yeah. But courting is like I'm doing this because I want to 
see if we're going to get married or if we yeah. make sense. Courtney is very specific and mm-hmm. very intentional. Um, like super. And I think looking back, I, I was at times courting without knowing it. Mm. I didn't really know the terminology for it until mm-hmm. I was older, but um, now I realize that in some circumstances I mm-hmm. was kind of courting. Yeah. Do you feel like it would have helped, especially in your path to like understanding dating slash courting, courting, it would helped if when you were at that age, like 17, 18, 16 even, yeah. where someone kind of explained to you this is what courting is and this is your op- this is an option for you? I think that would have been helpful for mm-hmm. me but I think I at my age at that time I would have struggled between relationships that I saw in the media and at mm-hmm. school and like what I'm hearing at the church I would yeah. have struggled with trying to juggle those two mm-hmm. um but I, I don't think I would have been opposed to it mm-hmm. or like yeah in general just like having a conversation of hey these oh, are the different options helpful. that are out there in this world for you. Oh, I think I think that would have to been to engage helpful. with other human beings and create a connection. Yeah, because my mm-hmm. problem, my issue with the Haitian church sometimes is that we know they don't talk about certain topics yeah. that they think are taboo and things like that. So, sex, relationships, dating, mm-hmm. but they always want to talk about marriage, and I'm like, well, how do I get there? How? Where do we? <laughs> where are we starting? There's no such thing as like dating and when mm-hmm. you do date it's like you can't just bring anybody around the house no for real man. you can't for real. i have i have dated i've had my fair share have of you dates. brought anybody to the house so i haven't brought anyone to the house but i have had people like come to my church nah, and son. spend time with my family nah, yeah son. i have bring to the house that's a different oh, whole, that's no, a whole because that's like part. my home that's like you coming into my that's the spade. I don't that's the know. Because pro- I, t- I would okay. tell my mom, I'd be like, okay, either. maybe we can have them come over for dinner. And my mom would be like, oh, why don't you invite them to the church? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, stress. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay, now I got to call them and explain to them. How my church works. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, that's your problem when you don't date people who are rooted in Christ. They don't just come in and know how it works. You have mm-hmm. to have a sit-down conversation with them mm-hmm. about, hey, this so you can't do, do this, you can't do this, mm-hmm. you can't do that. So should I do a little story time? <laughs> Go ahead. You already know <laughs> what time it is. So one of my exes, I actually had come to my church to like meet my parents and everything. <laughs> really? Oh, my gosh. I was sweating bullets that day. Like I was, I was texting him the day of. I was like, are you sure you're on you're on the way okay <sighs> okay Brandy right, was so stressed. he's coming he's coming okay so i'm like i sit like near the front of the church so i'm like looking back i'm like oh my gosh oh my god and then like i saw a shadow and i was like oh my gosh he's here oh my gosh okay all right okay so i'm like mentally preparing myself i'm like my dad's up there okay my mom's right there my sisters are here okay <sighs> My grandmother's right there. Okay, stress. They're going to ask for the visitors. They ask for the visitors. I'm like, huh. And everyone's like, oh. I'm like, oh, great. What? <laughs> so after church every Sunday, my church does fellowship, right? So I'm like stressed out to the max. I'm like, yo, he's going to be socializing with like my family, all mm-hmm. this stuff. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I'm like. So I'm, like, trying to talk to him, but, like, not really trying to talk to him because I don't really want people knowing that, mm-hmm. like, we're 
I don't know. It was weird. Like y'all were together. You didn't want people yeah, to know that y'all were together because everyone's gonna have something to say. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, oh my gosh. And then he actually got really upset with me because I introduced him as my grandmother. Asked me who was this, and she said, "This is my friend." I said, "Hmm." Oh, he was not happy with me that day. I explained it to my grandmother afterwards, but there were mad people up there in there. I don't know what he wanted me to do. So maybe that was wrong of me that I didn't claim him in there. <laughs> but like next thing I know, he's sitting over there having a conversation with my dad, just him and my dad. I have never been so stressed in my life. I'm like, can someone go over there and see what they're trying to talk <laughs> about right now? Can someone Brittany like was sweating bullets? I was sweating bullets, but it ended up being okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna go into details after that. Uh, <laughs> Just know me and my mom had a nice conversation after that. <laughs> but that's a that's a beautiful example. <laughs> what it's like so it gets to that point and mm-hmm. when it gets to that point i'm just what i'm trying to say by this story is be prepared y'all mm-hmm. um and prepare your other prepare your prepare other we had very long <laughs> conversations i was like don't you dare show up with some ripped jeans <laughs> or something because i will personally ask you to leave but you know they came they came correct i'll give them that and so that's a thing where it's like people pro- listening are probably like oh my gosh like why won't you just Welcome them, welcome them as they are and everything. Um, and it's not necessarily we don't welcome them as they are, but it's f- rooted in our culture. Like, that's what exactly. y'all need to understand. Like, when for Haitian churches, you know, it's a Haitian church. It's not mm-hmm. a church that is Haitian. It's a Haitian church. There's a reason why Haitian is before the church because <laughs> a lot, and like, it's serious, for real. Yeah. It's like a lot of the things that, are done and the practices are rooted in the culture itself mm-hmm. um alongside the religion and so i think They're when we yeah when we talk about like our experiences especially with the church and everybody's like oh like you know the haitian culture so deeply in it like it is like no for real like you all like unless you're caribbean or uh, even africans understand what i'm talking about you know right, unless yeah. you are part of that you mm-hmm. know population you will understand because i because i've you know just like a side note i've been to um american churches and ha- I'm completely different yeah that's what completely it is like different. it's so, like it's, i feel dressed up i'm like is every fat. why is everyone so jean jackets one time i saw i was in the summer i saw jean i was like what so is someone this? baseball caps and everything i was like oh y'all living nice. oh i never seen it that far <laughs> i was like wow <laughs> Well, I didn't have to wear heels. But, like, the reason why we say that is because when we do talk about our culture and, like, our families mm-hmm. and our experiences, like, they're all, you know, heavily intertwined with our culture. Yeah. Um, and so that's why, you know, talking about dating while we're Haitian, it's, you know, we're Haitian women born in America dating. Mm-hmm. And, like, that in itself is a whole... Different ballgame. whole different ballgame. And I think for me, with bringing that guy into that I was dating Mm -hmm. into my church and me being so hard on him in terms of what he looked like is because I know the culture Mm -hmm. of my church and I and I know I knew him for being such a good guy and I wanted people to get to know him for who he was Mm -hmm. and I know that in order for that to even begin Mm. he needed to look a certain way yeah so I wanted them to yep. be able to have conversations with him instead of judging mm-hmm. his shoes or his yeah. pants. I wanted them to get to know him and love him mm-hmm. for what I what I would you see appreciated what you know him about for. Him. And I think 
that's a big thing that we deal with where it's like okay if we're inviting someone into our home or into you know even like a cookout with our family or into our church like there's so much that goes beyond there's Mm -hmm. so much that goes around in our head where it's like we want our family or whoever bring our family mainly to see the person the way we want we know them as and i think this goes beyond like just with beyond dating while um haitian it's you know whenever you introduce your significant other or your partner to your family or people who know know you you want that person to feel comfortable to be themselves so your family and those people can see what you see in that person Mm -hmm. and so when we do when if y'all do have girlfriends or friends or you know boyfriends or whatever who are haitian and like they give you a list of things to do it's not because they want to change who you are or filter Mm -hmm. you out to make you look good it's like yeah man i don't want them to have nothing to say yeah about you know my other because i'm so proud to be exactly because best believe if someone really didn't care about you they would not be stressing that much in order to bring you to Mm -hmm. like that space you know what i mean Um, i almost like i was um an eyelash <laughs> apart like you know how your eyelashes like you have a lot of eyelashes yeah, right yeah and you know how, like two of them the space is really small okay so picture that space right <laughs> i was that close of bringing <laughs> the wrong person home to my mama oh my to introduce gosh. my mom and you know how i knew what it was wrong back? yeah my mama did what held you back my mom did why so the first time I was like, oh, mummy, I want you to. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm just imagining your mom right now. I'm laughing. I'm laughing because <laughs> my mom hears this. <laughs> Who? Hi, Mrs. Felix. She's going to start dying laughing and be like, yeah, I know. I told you, right? So the first time I had asked my mom, um, because my siblings, how um, the way I am, <laughs> like my siblings always meet. Your mom would not have yeah, it, yo. No, <laughs> my siblings always meet my significant others before anybody else, yeah. um, and it just makes sense. Like they vet the person for me and everything, right? Green. So they already knew the person. They hung out with this person, and like we hung out together. They, they enjoyed this person's company. I want to say all the way, liked this person because they didn't know them yet, but they enjoyed this person's <laughs> company, right? And so the first time I was like, hey, mommy, like, you know, I have a boyfriend and like, I would like you to meet oh, him. Oh, you were bold with the boyfriend. This was after, this is when she already knew. How old were you? I was, bro, I was 21. Oh, this was okay. not, this was not too long ago. Okay, this was my, this, here's another <laughs> thing. This is another reason why she was okay with me telling her this was because this was my first like official, like real relationship. Yeah, y'all. I was 21, and that was my first real relationship. Mm-hmm. Don't it. judge me. Own it. Um, and so she was... What happened? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm trying not to laugh as I'm telling the story, but clearly it didn't work. Um, when, the, yeah, the first time I told her, she said, um, that's good. I don't think I'm ready <laughs> to meet him yet. I was like, all right. Yo, that's there. the ultimate insult. Cool. You say that. Okay. After that conversation that I had with my mom, she had pulled me aside one day and basically told me off. Was like, I don't think this person is right for you. 
I don't like a my my She didn't meet the person yet, right? <laughs> okay. She was like, I don't think this person's right for you. I don't see what you see in him. All this and going off, and I'm like, well, mom, Jeez. I'm gonna make my own decision. Everything. I just hope you are able to meet him. Oh, you are bold. Mm-mm. Yeah, m- me and my mom have reached that place in our relationship where we can talk like that. Uh-oh. I mean, I don't say it like that. Yeah, you know, yeah, but yeah. Concept, embellishment, right? Concept, yeah. And so the second time, I was like, Mom, like I really, you know, want you to meet him. Okay, Justin, but I'm not ready right now. I was like, oh, okay, okay. I was like, <laughs> strike number two. The third time, I was going to see him at um, assembly. I just marked where I live. Okay, I was going to see him at assembly, right? And my mom brought me to assembly, like drove me to assembly so I can go. And I was like, hey, mama, I really would like you to meet him right now. She looked down. She said, mm, I'm not dressed for this. Not right now. <laughs> I was like, oh, how dare she? How dare she? But, you know, she served me right because um, not too long after that, I was like, nah, this, nah, this is not going to work. They always know before we do. For real. And honestly, if, if I had brought that person home to my mom, my mom would felt very disrespected. Mm. and I wouldn't blame her. Mm. But at least your mom said, like, not yet. Instead mm. of, don't you dare bring them in my house. Okay. She said not, you know, you know, she had some hope. But no, this is the way she said not yet. I knew that not yet didn't Wasn't meant, happening. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I kept asking. But clearly, clearly I didn't bring him home. Oh, my goodness. So for those of you who know, like, I'm just going to switch gears a little bit. So mm-hmm. for those of you who know dating while Haitian, Caribbean, all that, like we said, has a lot to do with the church aspect because it's a big aspect of our culture. Mm-hmm. Um, Jude, have you ever dated someone in your church <laughs> or would you ever date someone so, in your church? I would. I'm going to answer twofold, right? So I think when I had turned 20, when I had 20, her, turned 20, um, I had a conversation with my mother in church, like we were in church, and I had told her, I was like, honestly, this was me speaking, not her influencing me, right? This was my spirit leading me to speak, and I should have recorded myself, because sometimes I forgot what I said, right? <laughs> um, but I had told her straight up, I was like, I do think I would love to see myself marry someone who's strongly rooted in church, just as I am, and... So, like, we had a full conversation about that, and I was like, you know, because I was like, ah, I think it's so attractive that, you know, someone's able to, a guy is able to fully let his emotions be seen while in church. And I always thought that was so attractive. I, I've seen a handful of brothers do that mm-hmm. and everything and be honest about, like, their relationship with God and all that jazz. And so at that moment, I was like, I definitely want to be married to somebody who, is from my church. Is that going to happen? I don't know. Have I dated somebody in my church? Yeah. In your church? Yeah. Hmm. So it was fake, right? The reason why I say it was fake was because, you know when you're like you're younger, when you're mm. young and you're like eighth grade, seventh grade, right? That's my boyfriend. Yeah, right. And so I didn't know what boyfriend, I knew, but I didn't know what a boyfriend hmm. and girlfriend meant. And like, it sounded nice. You know, what was that? Enticing. Like, are you supposed to just hold my hand, bro? You're supposed to like walk with me to church? 
Nah, <laughs> I can't walk with you in the parking lot because everybody's gonna know. We can't make everybody know, right? So it was like a secretive thing. Yes, he was in the church. He was in my church. And we were fuego. AKA we were um, vagabonds, right? And that was like my first, like, Ugh. You know, but it didn't last long. It was like two months. I called and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> but that was like my first in Savage. the church. But ever since then, when I count my real relationships, I have not dated someone in my church. Yeah. Um, I have been interested in someone who does go to church. Mm. And so, like, that was a little easier because our conversations were somewhat on the same level. Mm-hmm. Where it's like... You know, like spiritual, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. M- not fully, fully there, but like, he would ask me questions in the sense of like, oh, do you want to date somebody who, do you want to marry somebody who's in the church, and like, how do you feel about not being in your church? Would you want to move churches and everything? So like, mm-hmm. challenging me in that way, right? Mm-hmm. And then even on some, you know, we're let's think about our spiritual lives together, and I'm, you okay. know, yeah. So that was that was my first thing. How about you? You've ever dated somebody in your church? No, I have never dated someone in any of the churches I have been in, been to. Nope. Um, Do you want to date somebody in in your slash the church? <laughs> oh, Brandy would be like, questions. nope. Um, now I'm, I guess I'm open to it. But every time I've seen someone date someone within the church, it's always gone left. Like it's, it's. 85% of the time gone really left so but that's not your story though that's true mm-hmm. that's true that's right but I mean everyone always says that I'm, they think that I'm gonna end up with a pastor or a preacher how would you feel if you did you, you've you asked me that before yeah <laughs> because I feel like you are and like okay I don't say this to be like like not it's not that it's gonna come off rude but like so y'all, I know Brandy, and like we, we as as y'all see the way our relationship and everything, we know each other very well. And for me personally, I would hope that she finds somebody who is for her sanity and for her where she wants to see her life go. I would hope that she finds somebody who is as driven in Christ as she is. You're and so the reason, sweet. and here's the thing, like we're not s- preaching on this podcast. We're not trying to preach to people. We're not trying to say that you have to follow Christ and everything, but. Just know that, especially in this context and under this topic, we're just speaking from our experience, one. And two, we're just sharing what we would hope for ourselves. And that looks different from everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, as Brady's friend, as Brady's close friend, I feel like I would see you strive so much better when it comes to relationships if you had somebody who's driven, just as driven as you. Okay, 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 let's back up. So what would you say, like, my in your Boy, eyes, like, my, like, 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 the like the man for me would look like, since you know me so well? So you're asking me to tell you what your dream guy is? Yes. Or tell the, tell the audience what I think your dream guy is? Yes. So you want characteristics, or you want me to, like, paint a picture of him, like, paint him? Um... You can do both like, if you want you know, to. Tall, dark, and handsome. You know, Let's spice it up. Okay, <laughs> so okay, starting with like characteristics. Um, Brandy, <laughs> why am I nervous? <laughs> Brandy needs somebody who is, or not needs somebody. So, the dream guy I picture you with is is loyal, 
is driven. And like when I say driven, because like you can be motivated and passionate, but not driven to do what you gotta do. Right? So Brandon is somebody mm. I see you with somebody who is um <laughs> who's driven to Sound like you know, driven to motor stop. <laughs> 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 driven to motivate and driven to be motivated also. Someone who is flexible. And I say flexible because um especially the way you are certain things, like you're able to be twist and turn, but you don't necessarily you don't like to be twist and turned. But you're okay if you're twist and turn for the right reason. So you need I think you need somebody. It mm-hmm. makes sense for to have somebody who matches that level or matches that with you. Um I would say you cannot have somebody who's stubborn because you're stubborn. You think I'm stubborn? I'm not you know I'm not stubborn, girl. <laughs> Brady is stubborn. We're not doing this today. Brady, How am I okay. stubborn? Brady's stubborn when she wants to be. I'm usually, really, like you said, really flexible. I'm not usually stubborn. Okay, but you're stubborn when you want to be. That's that's what I said. Okay, okay anyways, Mm-mm. you know, someone who's not stubborn. That's fine, though. <laughs> um, what else? As I said, someone who is um, driven, Christ-driven, like, I'm driven, Christ-driven, but um, has a strong foundation in their, you know, faith, I should say. I don't want to say strong in their spirituality because that's different than faith, faith. and religion. Yep. If you don't know what the difference is, check out our episode from last season. With God, life goes on. Mm-hmm. Yep. So someone who has a strong faith, um, someone who is, yes, funny, because you do like to laugh <laughs> and show your show your teeth. That's always <laughs> great. Um, and someone who is who is openly affectionate. And I say openly affectionate because although Brandy's not, she is and she isn't. You know, with the with certain people, she is very affectionate and lovey dovey. But certain people, other people, she's not. I feel like if you had somebody who was overall affectionate, um, it would balance you in a really good way. The end. Oh, it's is um physical features. He is oh. tall, dark, and handsome. Oh, that's goodness just the, gracious. You know, but he's tall. That's what it is. Oh my gosh. You literally know me so well. I know. It's crazy. I know. It's good, right? Oh my gosh, okay, pressure. What would you add to what I said? What would I add? Mm-hmm. Um Oh, also, you just need somebody who just gets it. You don't need to explain five hundred times. You just gotta look at that person and be like, get me. Right. Just right? like I'm really big like on eye contact with yes. like my close friends. Like I just look at them and I'm like, You already know what and I'm saying. And she thinking. does the I have to explain to you. I thought you already knew what I was talking about. Right. And I just won't explain yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. You know, you hit the nail on the head. I think if I would add anything, it would be like just like getting it like culturally. Mm. So would you date somebody in your culture or outside your culture? Most of the people I've dated have been like Haitian. So, (laughs) but I didn't plan for it to be that way. It just Mm -hmm. ended up that way. Um, But I'm not opposed to people of different cultures. Everyone knows that. I'm not opposed to it. Should I do you? Uh, Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, Let's see, folks. First of all, I like to think I know Jew pretty well. So (laughs) let me try. So this person needs to first and foremost be very family oriented. Mm. And not just with their own families. But also with Jude's 
huge family. Like they need to be able to be flexible enough to like accommodate with your family. You know what I mean? Like if they were going to go to a mm-hmm. function or something, they need to be able to mold and fit into that family dynamic because your family is very welcoming mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I think for someone who might be like a little more on like the shyer side, they may like, that's not going to work. That's not going to work for Jude. She needs someone who's going to be like, and I think also someone who like can do their own thing. Like Jude's very like independent and stuff like that. And she doesn't have time to keep checking up on someone and all that stuff. So like if, if you go to like a function, for example, you need to be able to hold down your own. Like she's not going to be there to hold your hand. And (laughs) you know what I mean? Like she needs someone who's on her level and you don't need to be the most extroverted person with her. That's Mm -hmm. the thing. And I think you like a balance. Yeah. I like to think, okay, so she likes a balance, but like you also need to be a person that's like pretty sociable and can interact in social situations and not be completely awkward, but you don't need to be the most extroverted person in the room. Am I right? You you nah. off to a great start. <laughs> um, she also would prefer it's not a deal breaker, but prefer someone who understands her musical terminology Ooh, girl. and who's musically inclined. Um, so whether that's you're a singer, you're a guitarist, you are a drummer, whatever it may be, or maybe you're just someone that really is just in tune and understands the quality of good music and can talk about like a song or whatever with her. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, you're going to have her heart. Okay. <laughs> um, next thing I would say is you need someone who is going to be patient with you. Um, someone, cause you know, life is stressful and I think you, you adapt as life goes. So you need someone who's like willingly able to adapt and be flexible in their mindset too. Um, and, like, who understands, like, your needs at that time, if that makes sense. So, like, if you're not having a great day, you know, they know that they need to leave you alone for a minute and, like, come and talk to you later or whatever the, the case may be at that time. They should know you well enough. So someone that's really, like, in tune with social cues, mm-hmm. I think that's a big thing. Um, What else for characteristics? I think... Someone who actually knows how to, like, have fun. Like, who's genuinely, like, a fun person to be around. Um, Because Jude likes to have, like, a lot of fun. And she's a funny person. Mm-hmm. Or she likes to think she is. Oh, I think I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> 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 real disrespected <laughs> like that. She's, as you can y'all see, she makes I'm me funny. laugh. Y'all know I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> so she needs someone who can match her energy and keep her laughing and all of that stuff. So I would say like those are like the main mm-hmm. main characteristics of someone that you look for. Physically. Physically you're not picky. Nope. <laughs> not at you're not all. picky at all. Not at all. I guess I'm um, just I was don't be like shorter than me. Yeah, cuz she always says that she's pretty short, so someone yeah. shorter than her, that's kind of like um and I think culturally culturally you're not you're not like defined to something but you wouldn't be opposed to Mm -hmm. other things um i mean you're just i think i think if you love her right and appreciate her right it doesn't matter what you look like um did i hit the nail on the head you really did Ah! you really did like it was actually really good (laughs) oh my gosh Um, you know what like the one thing 
did I miss something? No. Or something the one, you would add? The one thing that um that you said that stood out to me, I was like, wow, this girl really, really does know me, know me. What? Was um the whole piece where if I'm, especially with the family, like how I do need somebody who like understands my love for my family and loves my family just as theirs. Um, I've always been fearful of that, like mm-hmm. someone to be intimidated by my family and everything. But um, also the um, point to like you have to hold your own when like we go out. Like that's a big that's that's I think that's actually one of the reasons why I actually ended we ended a my ex ended a relationship we ended was because we're gonna talk about that in another episode, yeah though. other episode <laughs> but but like i just need somebody who like yes if i bring you to a family function like you do not have to follow me around oh i would add like, something don't though. follow me around i would add something though you need someone who's not sensitive like someone who's like not super sensitive and not super clingy yeah no i can't like, deal with people like yeah that or like someone that needs to be with you like every second of the yeah, day no I would say the same for me, yeah, too. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, same for you. <laughs> but, wow, so um, just like a like a shameless plug, if you're um, so if you're single in the area, oh my Boston gosh. area, and you're looking to mingle, check out the LGO Girls. We'll be here. All right, y'all, we're going to introduce you to um, the newest dating app. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, 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 I'm ready. Are you looking for love? Well, you've come to the right place. If you're single in the Boston area, ready to mingle, maybe you've been waiting for that one person all your life. Maybe you thought you found them. But I gotta tell you right now that I got two lovely ladies here who are ready to make it worth your time. So if you're ready to mingle, and hey, I hope you're single, and if you're not, get that corrected. Come on down, slide into the LGO DM, and let us know what's up. Leave your name, age, and occupation. Cause we ain't out here looking for bums. We're looking for real love. Let us know. And just remember, love is all you need. Serious inquiries only. <laughs> for real though. Why was that so dramatic? <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. As we were saying. Um commercial after the commercial ended um, my cheeks hurt so bad back to regularly our regularly scheduled um programming programming <laughs> i think that's pretty love. much it for this dating while haitian and caribbean dating in our world and past experiences mm-hmm. um if you guys want us to get more into detail about dating tips and all of that let us know mm-hmm. we can make sure we get that out to you guys um and make sure to follow us on all of our social media yep. platforms on instagram at life goes on podcast yep. and on twitter at life goes on pod yep. p-o-d so um if you know a couple or like if you know any of your peoples who like successfully have you know made it out of this you know haitian dating life let us know so we can share their story we would love to share you know their story one two if 
just like a shape, uh, a plug for my church because like I'm trying to see if my church would implement something like this. I don't know how great they would do it, but if you do go to a church and like you all openly talk about dating and how you do it, please let us know. I think that'd be really helpful. I would also love to know for those of you who go to churches that have singles ministries, yes. how you like those and mm-hmm. how those have worked for your church yes. and if they've been successful. So if yes. that's you, slide in our mm-hmm. DMs and let us know. Yeah, don't be sh- don't be afraid to talk to yeah. us. Yeah, and if you want to share your story as a single individual, mm-hmm. um someone who's dating in a committed relationship, mm-hmm in marriage mm-hmm. long-term commitment let us, know. Um, let us know and if you want us to play matchmaker for you send us the info oh we can we do got that you. too we can do that too <laughs> all right y'all it's your girl brandy <laughs> it's your girl justine judy jude and thanks for listening to our podcast bye, bye.